Hi everyone, welcome to a bonus episode of the RMA podcast where we're going to be discussing all things Ultra Trail Australia 2022. We wanted to have this bonus episode available to girls to make their decision on whether UTA is something that they could achieve. And I've brought along fellow RMA coaches Jenny Morris and Jody Mullen to have a quick chat with me about their UTA experiences and what you can expect from the RMA UTA training program. The RMA training program will be available the day before entries open on the 15th of September for UTA and it's a 16 week program that Jenny Morris and myself have devised for girls to be able to tackle their UTA journey. We look forward to bringing this to you in a holistic way You have access to the program. You'll also get access to a closed secret Facebook group where you can meet other like-minded women. You get a discount with our partner, Blue Mountains Running Company, and also an extra free perk. And you also get 10% off RMA merchandise and RMA membership for both 2021, if you haven't already signed up, and 2022. The cost of the program is $230, inclusive of GST, and we believe that this is such a competitive deal. We're ready to bring your experience to light in this group and we can't wait to share the journey with you. So for now, just sit back and have a listen to some of our RMA coaches about their UTA experience and we look forward to having you join us in 2022. So hello everyone, welcome back to a bonus episode of the RMA podcast where we're going to talk to you about Ultra Trail Australia 2022 and we're going to ask you this question, is it for you? And the answer is, of course it's for you, it's for anybody. And today I'm joined by our fellow RMA coaches, Jenny Morris and Jodie Mullen from Sydney. We're all Sydney girls and we've all um, done one of the distances at Ultra Trail Australia. And we thought we'd have a quick little chat about UTA and whether it's something that you might like to consider on your list for next year. So welcome, girls. Hi. Hi. How are you, Hello. Nicole? Hello, Nicole. I'm good. I'm Jenny. good. So some of the things I thought, you know, this is supposed to be a really quick episode um, and we wanted to chat about, firstly, how Ultra Trail Australia came into our spheres and a little bit about our own personal experiences. So for myself, when I first heard about Ultra Trail Australia, I was very new to trail running. It was early on in my second, I guess, return to running journey as an adult with children. And I was introduced to the concept by a guy who was coaching me at the time. And I'll be honest with you, when I heard about this race, it wasn't widely... Uh, as popular with females as it is now. So I've seen the race evolve to include so many more women and it's really excited me over the years to see that journey unfold. But for myself, it was something that I felt, I guess, a little bit intimidated by and a little bit scared about when I first heard about UTA. But on the other hand, excited about because it gave me a challenge that I was looking for in a beautiful location that I enjoyed immersing myself in. So that was my experience when I heard about UTA. 
Uh, I'll just pass to Jenny. We'll go into our experiences running, but I'll just ask Jenny first, how did UTA enter your sphere? How did you hear about it? And what were your first thoughts when you learned about this race? I knew about UTA when it was, um, and I think you did too, North Face. Unbeknownst to me, um, oh, I, I, had, I didn't know about the event and a fellow RMA friend of mine, um, Natalie Murdoch, who was one of my first RMA friends, introduced me to the, the, the mere thought of it. And together with her husband, we entered the 100 kilometre um, initially. And then as training progressed, I was like, what am I thinking? You know, <laughs> and quickly downgraded to the 50. I'm like, I've never run this before, had never run an ultra. So that changed quickly. And I did run the 50. And, and it was, as Nicole said, that was in 2015. And um, it, it was nowhere near the size of what it is now. There was no 22. And you were there at the finish, Nicole, and I remember you interviewing me. We can find that later and share it with some of our athletes at a later stage. And I remember going, it's the hardest thing I've ever done and I'll never do that again. And you know, <laughs> yeah. I think I say it every, <laughs> every ultra I do. <laughs> yeah. I think I had a similar video with you, um, Jody. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, but it's one of those races that you just can't miss every year because not only is it run in such a beautiful location and if you do take a moment to just look up and enjoy where you're running during the event, it's just amazing. You know, the reward is the race day. Once you've done the training, the reward is getting to that start line and just immersing yourself in it. Mm. And, you know, who knows what comes from there. And as a result, I have run the 100 um, a few times and this year I crewed for the 100 and that was another experience that's so different to running it and I love that yeah so you know that's you know just being if you can't run the event be part of it in some way because it's it's a now it's an amazing five days isn't it I think it goes over almost five yeah, days I think or four days four, maybe Thursday Friday set four days yeah um it's just one of those events that you don't want to not be part of if you can avoid it and and being in RMA you know, there's always someone there that's yeah. going to cheer out your name, call out RMA, be there at the finish, cheer you in, um, an event not to miss. Um, so mm -hmm. that's my experience. And, and again, having coached lots of people, you know, I get to enjoy their experiences too. Yeah. So, Thanks, yeah. Jen. And like, that, <laughs> that's the truth too. Like there's so many different ways to be involved in UTA, whether you're going to run it, whether you're going to just head up and spectate, whether you're going to be, you know, helping athletes, whether you're going to be volunteering is another way. So, yeah, thank you. How about you, Jodie? How did UTA enter your world? Yeah, so I've had a couple minutes to try to remember. It's a really good question, to be honest. Um, I would say moving, when I moved to Sydney, you know, kind of know by now I didn't have a big trail running background except for cross-country days back in yeah. high school. But um, the running club that I ran with for a long time upon arrival has a huge trail arm to it. Mm. And so I would hear of all these runners running these sorts of events and this being one of them. But yeah, North Face being, being called at that stage. Um, and I was intrigued, but not overly interested because I was so focused on times and road and marathon. And, you know, I was so focused. It really didn't really con it didn't really connect with me yeah. yet yeah. to actually run it myself. But 
time progresses, you see so many incredible stories. You become part of RMA. You see so many different uh, people conquering whatever distance they choose, and it's hard not to want to get involved. And so then it morphed into uh, my husband wanting to run it a few years back and having, you know, coaching runners running the event themselves. So I spent a few years going, spectating, coaching, you know, all, all of that. Yeah. And gosh, I just even wanted to go, even if I wasn't running. <laughs> like, I don't, you just yeah. want, like Jenny just said, you just want to be there and be part of it. Mm. So I think I came to it later than the, you know, both of you. Um, and so I only ran my first one earlier this year. Yeah. So I, I was excited to finally, you know, I had run parts of the course and trainings and all of that, but I was really, it was really fun to finally tackle one of the distances and actually um, participate versus only spectate this yes. time around. Yeah. yeah very exciting. And like, that's the, that's part of the thing is like, it, it's just one of these events that just draws you in. I think it's something that I think everyone who's at least part of the Sydney running scene, you know, the trail, at least the trail scene probably should just have a go at least once because, and it doesn't mean the thing that's so good about UTA is you don't have to be running an ultra either. There's so many distances now on offer. When we first started, there wasn't, there was just the 50 and the hundred. And now, obviously, we've got the 11K, 22K, 1500K. So, and the stair one, which I think is open by invitation. Um, but, you know, there's so many different options for people um, in terms of having a go at this race. So I've run UTA. Um, that first time when I was introduced to UTA, I was training and I ended up in, injured. I rolled my ankle really bad that year. And so I was unable to compete in the event um but that was the year jenny was talking about and i got to be there at the end so once again i wasn't running that year but i got to still participate in being a spectator and seeing my friends cross the line and i do remember saying <laughs> jenny i do remember jenny saying ah that's it i'm never doing it again and hello like look how many times she's gone back and the same i've said it myself like <laughs> but i you know i did go back and compete so i've competed in the 50k three times and i've done the 100k one time as well so all of our experiences are different, but I'll say that every year I have entered UTA has meant something for me personally. It's been a personal challenge depending on what I'd been through that year. Um, you know, whether it be injury or just wanting to have a different experience. So for the 50 K when I finally competed, it was about overcoming that injury and, and doing hard things and believing in myself the 100K for me was about pushing my boundaries, but doing it in a way that I enjoyed every moment. Um, so, and I can honestly say that's exactly how my race unfolded. So I, you know, there's a different reason for everyone to sign up for UTA. But one of the things that I find a lot of women are inhibited by is those barriers that we all face as women and mums. So I'm talking about training with a family, um, being able to get the training done, um, you know, challenges with even injury, challenges with working full time and being able to fit the training in. So I'll ask each of you, Jenny, if you want to go first, um, how have you navigated being able to train for a race like UTA, which obviously is a little bit different to some races. It demands quite a lot from us in terms of even, uh, you know, it's a lot of elevation, 
we need a lot of strength, um, that kind of thing. How do you navigate that being a mom and working full time as well? How do you plan around that? Um, I think earlier on, I found it more challenging because my, I was a single mom and I was on my own and my son was younger. So I had to be very um, structured and um, I did have, you know, I did like to call on the, you know, the knowledge of a coach to give me the structure because I, yeah. I, I needed to know what was required um, to get me the end result. And I like to give myself um, a goal time or a challenge. Um, I, you know, I am a fairly competitive runner, I have to say, you know, yeah. and not that I, you know, rate myself up anywhere at the top, but for, you know, I, I'm older, so I like to, you know, finish somewhere at the top of my age group. Yeah. That's a goal for me. And that's not by any stretch why anyone else would run the race, but that's your own reasons. 100%. Um, and that's and not so a bad for, reason, by the way. That's a good no, reason. Not at all. <laughs> good reason. That's your reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I had to, you know, fit my work in, fit my, you know, my parenting in and also the kilometres in and what was required, you know, the stairs and some hills and, mm. um, and make sure I was getting the volume in. Um, and, you know, for the 50 kilometre, you know, you will all already be a runner of some ability, one would like to think, or you can build yourself up to that. Um, so it's just really about structure, I think, and, um, yeah. you know, using those days that you're not working to the best of your ability and making sure that, you know, you call on friends, call on your little village if you need to, of your other mums and, yeah. you know, I've got a few athletes that have been doing that for years, um, you know, to get their long runs in with their younger kids and so on. So, yes, it's harder with younger kids, but it can be done. And there's a lot of times when I take on runners sometimes and the first, one of the most important questions I ask is, do you have a partner and are they supportive? Because then you know that they're in their corner and they're going to be there to, you know, let them get out and get that long run done. Mm. And really that's the probably, the, probably one of the, the most important ones of UTA if you can get that two, three hour, four hour run, whatever it is that's required to be done for, um, you know, in the build weeks yeah, um, and some, you know, a few stairs and hills, I, you know, you're pretty, pretty right. Um, as long yeah. as you've got people in your corner to help you get through that. Yeah. What about you, Jodie? How do you navigate being a mom, working and getting your training done? How did you navigate that training for UTA this year? So I would say that my training was definitely not as structured as, let's say, Jenny's was this past year. Um, and the goals were a little bit different this yes. time around, too. It, so it just, with those different goals, it allowed for a different type of structure. Yeah. Um, you know, the, for UTA in May, I did the 50K. And, you know, I, I've done one other 50K and I've done plenty of marathons. I knew I could get to the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I knew I had the mental grit and overall stamina to be able to get to the end. Um, but I was coming off a major operation. And to be honest, even the week of UTA or the week right after went into another operation, right? Sinus surgery. So I wasn't in a position to compete, mm. but I was definitely in a position to complete. 
So my husband and I decided, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sometimes I compete, sometimes I complete. Both are great. Depends on where you're at, right? Mm. But uh, my husband and I decided to do it together. Um, he had done the 50K prior. Um, so we were doing a lot of our, you know, some of our training together, a lot of our training together, because this year was his 50th, is his 50th birthday year. So 50K for 50th birthday. Uh, so we set that goal for ourselves. But um, I'm definitely a little bit more structured and competitive by nature than he is. So, but most of our training was really focused on just time on feet versus any sort of pace or distance or, you know, we made sure to get to the mountains at least once, mostly local trails, a lot of undulating road, but we really, we really just kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, some of my training runs were on a flat track with Jenny when she was training for her 24 hour, yeah. not exactly UTA specific, but I'm on it, 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 it was stamina. It, I, it helped me with the stamina. And then quite frankly, the other thing I focused on was strength and stairs. I did loads of stairs and I do loads of strength. And so the combination worked for my purposes during that race. I never looked at my watch. I really had no time goal. I loved, every, oh, I almost loved every single minute. It was, you know, I started not loving it for, for one section, but yeah. <laughs> it's oh, a long time to be out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, you know, it was, it was more low key, but I did make sure to have the foundation. Yeah. I wasn't going to go put myself on that 50K course out in the mountains with not a strong foundation. Yeah. So, Very yeah. Important. Yeah, I Definitely. love that. And that's why, you know, we wanted to have these different perspectives because, we're so different as runners and so are all the people that are going to be signing up for this race. If you just look around, you can see that on the start line. You know, Jenny loves to be more competitive. I'm not like that myself anymore. Once upon a time, I wanted to do that. But at the moment in this season of my life, I'm like, okay, I'm in it for the adventure, you know, but maybe that'll change, you know, in the next few years. And I'll be like, right, I'm ready to give it a good crack again. Um, and for you, it was about coming out of your operations and your injury and enjoying the experience and getting and completing it. So I really wanted to make that a really big point that not everybody who signs up for UTA is going to be doing it because they want to get it done in this amount of time or that they want to better their time from last time. Some people just want to have the experience and see what it's all about. Some people want to overcome something. There's just so many different reasons. So we need to be mindful of that. And and, you know, let people know that's okay. You know, you can hike the whole course in the given amount of time, basically, that you have. So it's, it's very um, accessible to anybody that would like to have a go. So I, I'm glad that you said that. Um, so Nicole, the beauty of UTA is you don't need to qualify to yeah, enter. 100%. It's, it's open to anyone that just wants to maybe do their first ultra or do an, a beautiful location ultra you know if you want to do your first 50 this is amazing yeah it's hard and yeah there's some elevation um but you don't go in that thinking it's going to be easy yeah um so yeah the, the beauty of it is i'll say it again there's no qualifier you know you yeah. don't need to have completed anything in a certain time mm. to achieve this race and like you just said and i mean jody could just share a little bit more about her how hers started and how it finished but you <laughs> hiked you hiked 25 kilometers of it is that right 
Oh, not completely. I mean, so yeah, like I mentioned, I went out with my husband, but um, I don't know. We're, we're, we're driven by different, we're driven differently. We have different body types and different love pain thresholds, we'll say. Mm-hmm. So the, the first 25K, we, st- we did stick together. Um, I mean, there was definitely some running in there, but every time we came to a hill, we, we walked every single hill, 100%. Yeah. I mean, it, even in the, in the road section at the, from the get-go, we walked every single hill. Yeah. Um, so by the 25K mark, we, we did decide to separate for the run, only for the run. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we are still together, only for the run. But um, <laughs> um, because he really just wanted to hike the rest. And I was itching to move. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was a cold day. So yeah. I, it was a really chilly day, which was absolutely fine and manageable if you kept moving. Yeah. But I wasn't moving. I was doing a lot of standing and a lot of waiting. And it, that was, I was getting really cold. Mm-hmm. So it was best for both of us to just kind of do our own thing. So yeah, I definitely picked up the running probably in the second half mm-hmm. um, and did a bit more. But but I was still, honestly, I really, I never looked at my watch. I think it was like, it was clicking over the Ks. And it was some, I can't remember exactly, but somewhere in the thirty. 30 something kilometers. I looked down. I was like, I was almost, no, I know it was 40 Ks. I looked down and I was sad mm. because it was almost over. Like I still had, <laughs> I, only, I only had this 10 K and I was like, no, I don't want oh, it to be over. I love that. I love that. <laughs> and I also think, you know, to something you said, Jenny, about like not having a qualifier and it being, you know, it could be someone's first experience at their 50 K or the first ultra or whatever, but it could be, it doesn't have to be that either. It can be their first trail run experience, like their oh. first trail race. And it's so accessible for that. Like it is just full of people that it is their first trail race. Like it, it is, you just have to look around. And so, you know, to, to jump in and it doesn't matter if you want to do the, the 11, the 22 or the 50, or maybe you might want to do the hundred as your first trail event. Um, <laughs> you can have a go, just make sure that, you know, I think the key things are obviously belief in yourself that you can do it surrounding yourself with a tribe that believes in you and supports you or having people in your corner, like you said, Jenny, that can support you on the journey through the training. It might not be your closest family that are those people. And I said this the other day in a post on Instagram, it might be that your closest people are other runners that you run with or, you know, just your friends at work or someone that really pushes you on and believes in you. Um, and then getting the right information, which is why we're putting together this training program for girls to be able to follow and having that support as well, uh, people around you to follow along and, and enjoy the journey with. So I think they're the keys to success. Um, it's probably for some people easier if it is their first experience to be able to commit and have a great experience when they're surrounded and not feeling alone in the experience. So that's why we wanted to create this program so that girls yep. can feel like they're doing it together as part of a tribe. And obviously if they don't choose to do the program, well, we're still here for you anyway, as a tribe. So we're all going to be there on the start line anyway, regardless together as a big wide community. So, so yeah, thanks for sharing your experiences, girls. Um, it's just a little bonus episode for people that might want to hear a little bit about UTA. Um, if we'll just finish off with one thing that you're looking forward to 
for UTA 22, whether you're running, competing, spectating, whatever it is you girls are deciding to do. I haven't made my decision yet in terms of what I'm doing, if I'm running uh, or not, but what are you looking forward to, Jenny? Oh, I will run next year because I didn't this year and I think I will do the 100. But that, that um, push that to the side. What I loved last, or this year, I guess, is that just watching and, and knowing that the runners that I have helped get there have got out of it what they wanted, mm. whether it was the time they wanted, the experience, whatever it is, it's, that, that was the most rewarding thing for me this, this year from UTA is that everyone just came away, you know, with their hearts full and, and, and they'll all be back, I'm sure, this year. Yeah. Oh, next year. <laughs> this yeah. year, registration for next year. But, yeah, for 22. Yeah. So Great. What about it. you, Jodie? Yeah, look, I mean, along with what Jenny just said, it is always phenomenal to be part of a race where you have athletes and runners competing in their own distance for whatever the purpose is. So that's always an honor and a joy to be part of someone else's journey. And then personally, for me, uh, these runs are truly a celebration for me in still being able to run every run that I do these days, every event that I get to do. I am so grateful and so fortunate. I never thought I would be able to do 50Ks again. And there I've done it. And yeah, now I yeah. want to do it again. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see how I feel. Maybe I'll, t maybe I'll go with the intention of seeing what I can do yeah. on my own for, you know, maybe knock off some time i don't know we'll see i haven't decided that part yet okay. but uh, good. definitely going for the 50 again and i will add you feel with rma if you wear anything rma whether it's the buff the shirt the whatever it might be you have so many call, call outs yeah. from volunteers other runners, spectators, you feel like a celebrity out there. <laughs> yeah. You really do. It's like, it's like everybody knows you. <laughs> yeah, I still remember finishing like the 50K, um, not last year, the year before, and Tom Landon Smith, like, who's the founder of this race, coming over to me at the finish line and going, Nicole Bunyan, like there's so many running mums this year. And like there is every year. But and that's what I love is that this, they're just drawn to it, especially mums. Like I know yes. what it is. Maybe we just like to do hard things. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. But I think <laughs> it is great. I think they say that the the percentage of women that enter UTA is far greater than the men these mm. days. I might not be wrong. Um, I'm not surprised. <laughs> and just something else you said about, you know, the call-outs for RMA. I remember one of the girls that I that did the race this year for the first time in her post, you know, race recap said, I thought felt like my name was RMA. Like everyone was calling out, go RMA, go RMA. And, you know, I'll just leave you with that. That's how it's That's right. Feels. That's right. How much your yeah. name? <laughs> uh, and that's why it exists, right, just for that support. So... Thank you girls for sharing your journey. Um, there'll be more information to in the show notes about how you can enter UTA and also how you can jump on board our training package for 2022. And we look forward to sharing the adventure with you. Well, I hope that gave everybody a little bit of insight into some of the experiences that we've had at Ultra Trail Australia in the past. We look forward to bringing you along for the journey with us in our RMA training package which will be available on our website on the 15th of October, right up until when we start the program in January. 
We look forward to meeting you and we look forward to bringing you alongside in the journey together to Ultra Trail Australia 2022. Don't forget that UTA entries open this coming Thursday, the 16th of September. Jump on board, get your profile ready and be ready to press enter when entries open. We look forward to sharing this experience with you. Speak to you next time.